This morning, our sermon series, Stories That Change the World, brings us to the parable of the wise and foolish builders here in Matthew 7 and Luke 6. Now, every time I read today's text, I'm reminded of the children's song that's based on this parable. I wonder if you know it. If you do, then sing along with me. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock, and the rains came tumbling down. The rains came down, and the floods came up. The rains came down, and the floods came up. The rains came down, and the floods came up. But the house on the rock stood firm. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the rains came tumbling down. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up and the house on the sand went... (laughs) Yeah. Familiar song, perhaps, from a familiar parable. And I believe that there are some very, very important truths to be discovered in Jesus' parable of the wise and foolish builders. So let's begin by looking at the Scripture together. Before we work our way verse by verse through these two parallel Scripture passages, let's pause and ask the Lord to speak to us clearly from His Word today. Would you pray with me? Master Teacher, Jesus, we sit at Your feet as Your disciples once again to learn from You. Open our eyes that we would see. Open our ears that we would hear. Open our minds that we could understand. Open our hearts that we would receive the truth you want to plant there, that it would bear fruit in our lives. We are ready to learn. And we are anxious to hear what you have to say to us today. Teach us, O Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So follow along in your Bible as I read. Matthew chapter 7, we're going to pick it up with verse 24. Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash." 
Now flip over to Luke chapter 6. Let's read the parallel passage there. Same parables recorded with some additional details that I think will give us a fuller and deeper understanding. Luke chapter 6, we pick it up with verse 46. Jesus says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed, and its destruction was complete. And so in these verses in Matthew 7 and Luke 6, Jesus clearly helps us to see the difference between wisdom and folly. He contrasts those who are wise with those who are foolish. And a closer look reveals that his comparison actually covers three different areas. First, we see a comparison of the builders. A comparison of the builders. On the wise, one hand, we have the wise builder. Notice in Matthew 7 and verse 24, the he or she hears, that is, he or she is attentive. These words of mine, Jesus says, so he or she is attentive to the correct source of truth, Jesus, and puts them into practice. That is, he or she is a practitioner, a doer. On the other hand, we have, by comparison, the foolish builder. Notice in Matthew 7.26 that he or she hears, that is, he or she is attentive. These words of mine, Jesus says, he or she is attentive to the correct source of truth, Jesus, and does not put them into practice. He or she is not a practitioner, not a doer. Now, as you look at the chart there in your notes, you'll notice the similarities. Both the wise and the foolish builders are attentive, and they are attentive to the correct source of truth, Jesus. However, there is one major difference. The wise builder is a practitioner. The foolish builder is not a practitioner. The wise person is a doer. The foolish person is not a doer. In other words, the wise builder acts upon what he or she has heard. The foolish builder does not act upon what he or she has heard. The individual who is wise obeys. The individual who is foolish does not obey. A comparison of the builders. And then Jesus gives us a comparison of the buildings. On the one hand, we have the wise building. Notice Matthew 7.24 says, built his house. In other words, the building was the personal project of the wise builder. He or she, if you will, was the general contractor on the job. On the rock, Jesus says in Matthew. Luke 6.48 says, he dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. In other words, the building had a very solid foundation. But on the other hand, by comparison, we have the foolish building. Notice Matthew 7.46 says that he built his house. 
The building was the personal project of the foolish builder. He or she, again, was the general contractor on the job. On sand, Jesus says in Matthew. Luke 6.49 says, On the ground without a foundation. In other words, this building, this house, had little or no foundation to it at all. Now again, there in your chart, notice the similarities. Both the wise and the foolish buildings were the personal projects of these two builders. However, notice the one major difference. The wise building had a solid foundation and the foolish building had little or no foundation. The wise building was built on bedrock. The foolish building was built on shifting sand. The wise building had a deep foundation. The foolish building had a shallow foundation. A comparison of the buildings. And then thirdly, Jesus gives us a comparison of the bottom lines. On the one hand, we see the wise bottom line. Notice Matthew 7.25 says, The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house. In other words, this house, this building was tested by a very severe storm, yet it did not fall, Matthew says. Luke 6.48 says the storm could not shake it. The bottom line was no harm was done. On the other hand, by comparison, we have the foolish bottom line. Notice Matthew 7.27 says, The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house. In other words, the building, the house was tested by a very severe storm, and it fell with a crash, Matthew says. Luke 6.49 says it collapsed, and its destruction was complete. The bottom line was great harm came to this foolish builder's house. Now once again, notice the similarities. Both the wise and foolish bottom lines were tested by a very severe storm. However, notice the one major difference. The wise bottom line after the storm was no harm done, while the foolish bottom line after the storm was great harm done. The wise result was deliverance. The foolish result was destruction. The wise outcome was a courageous stand, and the foolish outcome was a terrible fall. A comparison of the bottom lines. And so Jesus makes a threefold comparison between the wise and the foolish. And in assessing the builders, the buildings, and the bottom lines, there are many similarities. However, for each one, there is one startling difference. And it is these three contrasting differences that are the focus of Jesus' parable here. The moral of the story, you see, is found in the differences. Once again... First, the wise builder is a practitioner, and the foolish builder is not a practitioner. The wise building has a solid foundation. The foolish building has literally no foundation. The wise bottom line is deliverance. The foolish bottom line is destruction. That's a look at the Scripture. Now, what lessons can we learn from our study together.
Seems only logical to me that since Jesus makes three comparisons between the wise and the foolish, there should also then be three lessons that we can draw from today's parable. And so here are three practical truths that we can apply to our lives this morning. First of all, I see here a lesson about obedience. A lesson about obedience. I mean, it's obvious that the major difference between the wise builder and the foolish builder in Jesus' story is obedience. The wise builder, Jesus says, hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. The foolish builder, Jesus says, hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice. Simply put, Jesus is challenging us to do something in response to his teaching, to act upon his words, to apply his instruction to our life, to put into practice what we have learned. It's a lesson about obedience. Now, putting this in its immediate context, it's especially significant since these verses in Matthew 7 and in Luke 6 immediately follow what? Do you know? The Sermon on the Mount. Isn't that interesting? As Jesus concludes the longest and perhaps the most noteworthy sermon of his entire ministry, he wraps it all up with this parable challenging his listeners to be practitioners. As he himself asked in Luke 6 and verse 46, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? This is, if you will, Jesus' invitation hymn. This parable is His altar call. This is where Jesus challenges those who had just listened to Him in His audience to step up and to take responsibility. Again, it is a lesson about obedience. Now don't miss this. I think this is critically important. It was not disobedience that marked the foolish builder. Rather, it was a lack of obedience. And I think there's a huge difference, by the way. See, disobedience implies rebellion and defiance. It's shaking our fist at Jesus and saying, No! I'm going to do it my way, not your way! But lack of obedience simply implies a failure to act. Indifference. Procrastination. Forgetting what you've heard and therefore failing to put it into practice. Listening without doing. See the difference? I say this because I doubt that there's anyone here this morning who would purposefully and defiantly disobey God. But could it be possible that there are some of us who lack obedience? James 1, verses 22 through 25 sums it up like this. In fact, let's read this out loud together. Would you read it with me? 
Do not deceive yourselves by just listening to His Word. Instead, put it into practice. If you listen to the Word, but do not put it into practice, you are like people who look into a mirror and see themselves as they are. They take a good look at themselves and then go away and at once forget what they look like. But if you look closely into the perfect law that sets people free and keep on paying attention to it and do not simply listen and then forget it but put it into practice, you will be blessed by God in what you do. And so first, Jesus teaches us a lesson about obedience. Secondly, I see here a lesson about diligence. A lesson about diligence. It's clear from today's text that the major difference between the wise building and the foolish building is diligence. The wise builder, Jesus says, built his house upon the rock. The foolish builder, Jesus says, built his house on sand. Simply put, the wise building had a solid foundation, but the foolish building had little or no foundation. And don't miss this, the difference was determined by the builder. The wise builder was diligent. Luke tells us he dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. But the foolish builder was negligent. Luke tells us he built a house on the ground without a foundation. And so Jesus is challenging us to be diligent in our relationship with Him, to pay the price to deepen our walk with Him, to spare no effort in doing anything and everything we possibly can to strengthen the foundation of our faith. It's a lesson about diligence. You see, the point is that we are the builders. And the houses that we are building are our very lives. And we have a choice of foundations upon which we can build. The rock or the sand. The solid rock is Jesus and our relationship with Him. The shifting sand is the world and our relationship to it. To build our lives on the rock is the hard way, the difficult way, the small and narrow way. To build our lives on the sand is the easy way, the convenient way, the wide and broad way. To build our lives on the rock demands that Jesus be first in our lives before and above anyone and anything else. To build our lives on the sand means that the things of the world are first and foremost in our hearts and our minds. To build our lives on the rocks requires spiritual discipline. Worship, prayer, fasting, Bible study, service, tithing, witnessing. To build our lives on the sand doesn't really require anything at all. Only neglect. Procrastination. Complacency, apathy, drift, laziness, 
just to sit in neutral. Look at what the writer of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 6, urges us to do. In fact, let's read this out loud together. Grow up in Christ. The foundational truths are in place, but there's so much more. Let's get on with it. Now I want each of you to extend that same diligent intensity and keep at it until the finish. Don't drag your feet. Be like those who stay the course with a committed faith. Yeah. And so second, Jesus teaches us a lesson about diligence. And thirdly, I see here a lesson about perseverance. A lesson about perseverance. The noticeable difference between the wise bottom line and the foolish bottom line in this morning's parable is perseverance. When the storm hit the wise builder's house, Jesus says, it did not fall. When the storm hit the foolish builder's house, Jesus says, it fell with a great crash. Luke says that when the water and wind beat against the wise person's house, the storm could not shake it. But Luke says when the water and wind hit the foolish person's house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. In other words, Jesus is challenging us to take measures so that we can stand up against the storms of life. To endure the trials and tests that come our way. To remain steadfast in the face of those things that actually threaten to destroy our faith. To demonstrate fortitude when life's difficulties overwhelm us. It's a lesson about perseverance. Now, there are a couple of observations that I think we should make about perseverance. These are so critically important. Don't miss these. First, I want you to know the storms of life will come. Our faith in God will be tested. It's not if, but when. And I would just say to you this morning that if your faith has not been tested, watch out because it will be. And I would say to you this morning that if your faith has been tested to its very roots, it will be again. You can count on it. But the second observation I want to make I think is even more important because if you don't get this, you have missed the entire point of today's lesson. Okay? So listen up. Our ability to persevere will be determined by how well we apply the first two lessons. I want you to understand this. This is so critical. It's kind of a formula, if you will. Our obedience plus our diligence equals our perseverance. How well we put into practice, how well we obey, how much diligence we put into our walk with Christ will determine how well we persevere when the storms come. Does that make sense? You got it? Okay. I want you to make sure you get it. Let's read these verses in James 1 out loud 
together. James reminds us that the storms of life come to test our faith and to produce in you the quality of endurance. But let the process go on until that endurance is fully developed. And you will find you have become persons of mature character. The individual who patiently endures is the truly happy person. For once the testing is complete, he or she will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised. Oh, what a promise that is. And so third, Jesus teaches us a lesson about perseverance. Three lessons then from this parable of the wise and foolish builders. First, a lesson about obedience. Putting into practice what we learn as we read and study and hear the Word of God, the Bible. Secondly, a lesson about diligence. Paying the price to go deeper in our walk with Christ. Doing whatever it takes to build a solid foundation for our faith. And third... A lesson about perseverance. If we obey, and if we are diligent, then when the storms of life come, and they will come, we will persevere. Now at the end of your lesson notes this morning, I've included a little homework Section because, after all, isn't that what today's parable is about? <laughs> it's about homework, is it not? Not just listening to the sermon and going, oh, that was a good sermon, but putting it into practice. And so, I put together some questions for you. Look at it with me. I want to work our way through this real quickly. Follow along. Some questions to consider in your time alone with God. Later today and throughout this coming week, I hope you'll consider these questions. In the area of obedience, where am I lacking obedience in my daily walk with Christ? What biblical commands and principles do I already know, but I am not putting into practice? Isn't that a great question? (laughs) Because we all know more than what we already obey. Are you with me? And thirdly, what if anything is keeping me from being obedient? Some good questions about obedience. In the area of diligence, in what ways am I being negligent in deepening my faith in Christ? What obstacles or excuses are keeping me from being more diligent? And what are some specific steps I need to take to dig a deeper, more solid foundation for my faith. And then finally, (coughs) in the area of perseverance, if I've experienced a spiritual crisis, the foundations of my faith have not withstood the test, what do I need to do to rebuild? There may be some people here today, I put that question in here because of that, whose faith has been rocked. You have not survived the storm, whatever that storm was in your life, and you are finding yourself needing to rebuild. What do you need to do to do that? What storms am I facing right now that are threatening my ability to persevere? And then finally, how will I endure the next storm? Because it's coming. (laughs) That challenges my 
faith. I hope you'll kind of camp out in those questions this week, that you'll join me in that endeavor, that we'll spend some time in our quiet times alone with God today and throughout the remainder of this week, just kind of going over these questions and prayerfully and carefully considering them, asking God to show us how we need to put this parable into practice. Stories that change the world. This morning we've taken a closer look at the parable of the wise and foolish builders, Matthew 7 and Luke 6. I suppose the only question that remains is, so what? (laughs) Okay, so what? How will we respond to Jesus' instructions in today's parable? My challenge to you is, let us be wise builders. Let us apply today's lesson with obedience and diligence and perseverance. Remember the children's chorus we sang as we began today's lesson? Well, I recall the last verse goes something like this. Sing it along with me. So build your life on the Lord Jesus Christ. So build your life on the Lord Jesus Christ. So build your life on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the blessings will come down. The blessings will come down as the prayers go up. The blessings will come down as the prayers go up. The blessings will come down as the prayers go up. So build your life on Him. Let's pray together. God, thank You for teaching us again today. This is such a simple, practical parable. But it's really the heart of what it means to follow You. It's the heart of what it means to sit and listen to a sermon. It's the heart of what it means to read Your Word. It's not about reading it. It's not about studying it. It's not about just learning and listening to a lesson. It's about living it. Putting it into practice. Being obedient and diligent so that when the storms of life come, we can persevere. So as we wrap up this study of parables together today, I pray to Lord You would just convict us, correct us where we need to be corrected, train us to be the responsive hearers to Your Word that we need to be. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.